Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. We're going to be going through some of my bold predictions and really nutting out the sort of the top 10 to 15 guns that are going to be finishing out the year with, with the best averages. So we're going to go through from number one and down we come. So we're going to start with Nathan Cleary. He's currently priced at 73 based on a 72.6 average from last year. I'm expecting this to drop just slightly, and I'm going to be saying that he's going to be averaging 70 for the year. So not too much of a, a drop, and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people go, yeah, look, he's going to be really hard for him to score that same average this year. And yeah, fair enough, but there's three guys to do it last year, and I expect Cleary to be very much in a similar boat this year. I don't expect them to to win as many games as they did last year which I think will drop his average just slightly and given the fact that Jerome Luai has come onto the scene especially during the back end of the year even better than he than he was uh, at the start then I think you can see a slight dip in Cleary's points but you can see even over that period he didn't change too much anyway and then had a just a sl- slightly smaller game in, in the last game of the season there so for me, I think he's going to be a top-scoring player across the season. And with scores so high, that's thinking double points as captain, which is going to be great. So Cleary is going to be our number one scorer for the year. Our next two are going to be on the same points. And I think Payne Haas, given the average 72 last year and should see a drop in minutes of probably closer to, to 10 or so, you expect him somewhere in the 60s rather than having a bunch of games in the 80s. And this is very similar to someone like Pat Carrigan, for example. But if you're expecting more games around that 59 to 60 minutes, then you're going to see a bunch of scores in the high 50s and then the mid-60s as well with the odd game where he scores a try or plays some bigger minutes and, and hits the 80s for a total season average, I think, of 67. So Haas is someone that's not going to play the first few games, but I could see his price dropping a little bit and then being our second best gun across the season and he's going to be someone that you're going to want to have in your squad just like all of these guys across the across the entire season you want to be building each week looking to get one of these guys into your squad 
uh, and slowly build that up to your final 17. So Payne Haas is number two, along with Angus Crichton, I think is going to be averaging the exact same as 67 this year. So this is a, a little bit of a jump in price, but you can expect him to average a little bit better this year. He, and I, I expect something similar to what he did back in 2017 and 2018 with the with the Rabbitohs. And you can see games here of a lot of, a lot of in the 70s in that back end of the year. And then in 2018, uh, a bunch of really high games as well, the odd 71, 94. Um, but with him being a lot more consistent these days at the Roosters, I'd expect a lot more games uh, in the 50s to then have his outlier games when he scores tries or sets things up and, and scores somewhere in the 70s to 80s to round out a season average of 67. Given the fact that he's dual position, he's going to be your top scoring middle with Haas, I, I think, but also the top scoring edge. So I, I feel like he's someone that's that's going to be really important, especially with someone like Boyd Cordner out. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have just a slight little bit of extra work to, to be done and some possible try scoring opportunities with them moving to the left. You've also got him moving on to the left with, with Lockie Lamb and, and you can see Kiri coming to wrap around and help the, help them out and, and build a few plays there on that left-hand side. You can also see someone like Radley being a really nice link um, and getting some early some early ball or some offloads out to that one side. It could be the same on Tupanua's side as well, but I, I feel like Angus Crichton's going to be your uh, tied second best uh, player this year. My next player is going to be Damian Cook, and an interesting one with this one is is with the game speeding up that little bit more. Cook had a like had a decent season last year, but at sixty four, I think he has a little bit of room to grow, and I'm expecting him to average at, at about sixty six. So it's just one point under these guys uh, above him in, in Crichton and Haas this year. Obviously, the the Rabbitohs have a lot of good players in their team, and and they're going to be spreading that love. But with the with the game speeding up, you'd expect a bunch more tackles, even if Rabbitohs are going to be a good team and, and tackling less in some of those uh, games that they go really well in attack. But I'd also expect him to, to do a lot of attacking stats, um, a lot of nice quick darts at the dummy half, but also a bunch of line breaks and, and try assists through the middle um, with, with guys following through there. Um, and he, and he'd, he'd even be able to get a few of those um, those inside balls uh, you know, in the two-on-one situation as well coming through given that, uh, that he's super fast over 40, as they all say. But I see Cook being um, being top-scoring hooker this year and, and someone you'd want to get in your side at some point, if not try and start with him. We move on to our next one, and that's going to be James Tedesco. So clearly our best wing fullback averaged 63.4 last year, and I'm expecting a 65 average for Tedesco this year. Again, a little bit of a speed up in gameplay. I'd expect a few more points to be scored in each game, given the fact there's going to be more tackling, uh, and more runs through through each game, given, given the fact there's going to be less stoppages. I think that you might make up a little bit of extra stoppages, given the fact that there might be a few more tries scored, given the fact that it's going to be a faster game. But I think overall, it's going to be a, a it's obviously going to be more more runs and more tackles. And someone like Tedesco with with the tired forward packs, given the speed of the game, he's going to get a bunch more tackle breaks and an average sixty five over the season. Obviously. There's, you know, we're factoring injuries into this, but if uh, if we're just going on the fact of their average, then then I think he's going to be able to do that. And you can see that he's someone who's going to have a bunch of really high games. He had three hundreds last year uh, with with a ninety as well, a couple of eighties. So did really well, and I expect him to be the top wing fullback, especially in the Roosters team that's going to be doing really well. 
Next play is going to be Harry Grant at 8.23k. Once he gets back from injury and, and gets back into the swing of things, I'd expect him to, to do really well and, and be our second best hooker for the year, averaging 63 is my call. So average 61.4 in a Tigers side. I expect him to get a few more attacking stats in the Storm system. He also did kick a little bit out of dummy half, which he didn't do too much last year. You can see a couple of games with 64, 87, a 51, a 36. So I'd expect a little bit more kicking out of dummy half as he develops his game, and this is going to give him that couple extra points to go along with, with what he already did. And and would you be expecting 80 minutes out of him? I think you would. The Storm obviously likes to play Smith. Cameron Smith, 80 minutes, and there's a bunch of games there where he didn't, and I think that will help him average 63 over the season and someone you'd be interested in looking into bringing in later in the season. Our next one's going to be Daly Cherry, Ev- Cherry Evans at 866k. I see four and taking a couple of points off him this year, and I expect him to, you know, his current ad- average of 64.6 to drop down to 61, actually. So he's not someone that I am personally interested in starting at the start of the season, just for the fact that Foran is a really good half when he stays on the park, and I think he's going to take a few of those points. So, in a, in a manly side that you would hope does a little bit better, there might be a few more attacking stats on offer for him, but he already scored a bunch of tries. You'd like his tries, his numbers to prop up a little bit, a little bit more like they were in the, in the back end of the year where he got 74, 84, and 70 in three of those games there. So, I'm seeing a slight drop with him, but still being our, our second premier half in, in the game. So, Maybe someone to pick up a little bit later. Kalen Pong, I'm pricing him at the same, at 61. So average 60 last year. By his standards, I, I think he'd say he had a decent season, but I think there's a little bit more improvement and, and an average of 61, I think, is, is fair to have. There's a few games there where he didn't play the 80 minutes, so you know, barring injury, he's someone that can score hundreds as well, and I think he's going to be a player that has the odd, odd bunch of 80s games in him and then a few 40s, so... I'm seeing around that 61 average again and being a clear second wing fullback option across the season. We then have a bunch of guys I think are going to average 60 on the dot. I'm going to start with Tohu Harris. And the good thing about him is I put him over over Madison slightly just for the fact there's no there's no origin. He's a, he's a dual position. He's priced at 60, and I think he's going to score that exact same. I'd expect 80 minutes out of out of Tohu again. And, and if he does, he's, he's that workhorse in the middle and I'm expecting the same season as last year. So no upside there, but I think he's going to be one of your premier uh, edges especially, but also a mid there. Harris is one. We spoke. We mentioned Madison. And at 8.07k, is priced at that 60 as well, and, and I'd expect him to average that exact same. In an eel side, that's, that will be decent as well, but I expected a bunch of games where he would score some tries and then a, a few lighter games there. But he had a game of five points, which drops down his average a little bit but the rest of them very much close to 80 minutes, which is which is really good, and I, I'd expect very similar results for, for Ryan Madison. Guys, if you haven't hit like, please do, and if you haven't subscribed, let's uh, let's get that going and get into a great season. So Fafita, I'm putting uh, Fafita, Devin Fafita at 710K. I am expecting him to average 60 this year, which puts him five and a half points under value, uh, sorry, Seven points under value, given the fact he's priced at 53, off an average of 54.6 last year. Someone who who does score a bunch of tries, and, and in the, what, four, nine games that he played last year, he did score four tries. So will he be able to do that regularly? The stats show that he wouldn't be able to do that. In 2019, his, his strike rate was much less, around that one in every four to five games. Uh, so I think that 
what you're looking for with him is that is that average of about four to five tackle breaks, around 30 tackles. You know, if you're looking at this here, his tackle count was very low for an 80-minute second rower. Again, with 18 tackles in, in, in the 80 minutes, 20, 25, 26. I'm expecting a, a little bit of a rise in his tackle stats this year, getting closer to 30 with 150 metres gain and sort of four to five tackle breaks uh, with the odd try. And I think that will get him for an average of 60 for the year. So you can see why a lot of people are attempted to bring him into their side. I spoke about Matto. We've got Coruscant at 805k, and I'm going to put him in, in at the average of 60 as well. As you can see, guys, from, from nine onwards, we've we've got a bunch of guys that I think are going to be averaging about the same and, and uh, players you'd want to have in your side. Coruscant's a bit interesting because he comes in at the third hooking spot over uh, behind Grant and, and Cook, so he's someone that I'm not interested in starting with, even though he had an amazing start to that year. As we said, I think Panthers might drop off a little bit. I think they'll still be in the top four, but I don't expect them to to win as many games as they did last year. And, and also, there's a chance they might rest some of their players at the back end of the year if they've got a top four slot uh, secured, given the fact that they they weren't able to, to crack it in the grand final last year. So, cross out. He sits in a 60. I don't see much of a change with him. Taumalolo, I think... Drops back just slightly, but sits around that 59 and 60 average. I think he's going to play 5 to 10 less minutes, which is okay. And, and usually with, with less minutes come a little bit more productivity. So I only, I only see him losing a couple of points. But in that case, you might, you might be able to pick him up a little bit cheaper, uh, a little bit later in the season, maybe somewhere around 760, 770 after he has a, a few slower games. But we'll, we'll be able to find out how Peyton's going to use him and then choose him accordingly but he's been a gun for many many years and I'd expect him to be one of those top guns in the mids again this year our last one is going to be another interesting selection and one that a few people are going for and that's Andrew McCulloch comes in at a 54 average on the dot and that includes a couple of games off the interchange and then one where he got injured at the back end uh, oh sorry in, in round 11 which he was at a point a minute. And if he's going to be getting 80 minutes for the Dragons, I'm going to be expecting a 60 average for McCulloch as well across the season, which puts him six points undervalued and a really interesting option for many teams to select him. So if you're... Well, I think we've got to wait till team list for, for this one. If you've, if you've got someone that you need 100K spare, I think you can downgrade a Cook to a McCulloch and, and get out of it okay. I'd expect Cook to average a little bit more than McCulloch, but if that helps you move up to a gun or, or get a nice uh, you know, mid-price cheapie there, I think McCulloch is going to be a really good option. But there you go, guys. That's my bold predictions, and, and that gives you, what have we got there, 14 players um, with a bunch of them averaging around that 60, 60 points mark. And these are all the types of players you'd want to get into your team by the end of the season. We've got four hookers, but you can tell where the majority of them sit. You've got you know a couple of wing fullbacks, and the rest of them are in that middle edge and hooker position. So... As I've said in the past, that's where you want, you're going to be wanting the majority of your money, and that's that safe, consistent scoring. And, and uh, So there you go, guys. That's, that's our bold predictions for the year. Uh, let me know what, uh, what you think of those, and we'll, we'll, after Team List, we'll make, a, we'll make a few more bold predictions on some, of the, um, some of the cheaper guys to see where they might end up for the season. But as we said, like and subscribe if you haven't yet. Let's get ready for a big season. Have a good one, guys. See ya. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 